Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Pick and Roll podcast. Today's a guy. We got another good week for you guys. This week is just like last week. The week before, we were watching full player breakdowns. This is a big week in college basketball. This is the first time we've broke down some college basketball games. Um, you know what I mean? We were going to watch a G League game, but you know some abilities to rewatch those games because they only have it on the live TV is going to make it interesting. So that'll be coming in a future episode, um, two episodes away if I had a guess guess on that. Um, but basically, yeah, we we broke down some really good players, full game breakdowns. We brought broke down two Euro, two French. French basketball players, Tijon Saloon, Zachary Rocher. We broke down the number one overall ESPN-ranked high school prospect in Isaiah Collier. And when you, we watched them play against Kansas State, got to watch Isaiah, Art Page, Kobe Johnson, Arthur Kaluma. Those are the notable guys that played in that game. And then we got Baylor versus Auburn, which was the sneaky good game because um, we got to see Jacoby Walter, Mira Little, Jalen Bridges, Aiden Holloway. Those were a good group of guys. We got to see Rasheris as well. So it's going to be a really big group here. So I'm guessing we're going to start with Saloon. Saloon sounds like a good play- starting point, Chris. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So Saloon's, this is the second time we've watched a full game of him. The first game was a U18 game. He's obviously, uh, like we just mentioned, French. He's playing playing in the French uh, NBA, MBLA Elite League right now. But you can Euro find Cup. his game. Yeah, he's technically playing in the Euro Cup, but the league he is is NBAL, the French Elite NBA. Their A League, basically, the best way I can try to explain it. Their highest league in France. That's what I'm trying to say. That is currently playing in the Euro Cup. Yeah, you're right. So basically, um, watch the full game. He's 6'9". Uh, the first thing that wows you is his impressive wingspan. The dude's tall. You can definitely feel his length. Um, his, his general body build still does remind me a lot of Andre Karolenko. I definitely feel very confident about that. He can't be as good of an on-ball defender as Andre Karolenko. But in this game, I was extremely impressed with his team defense Mm. this dude has a really good feel of ways to play two passing lanes off ball so basically imagine your head somebody's running a pick and roll on the right side and on the left side there's two shooters and one person has to guard both of them right then they got to kind of play in the middle right and guard both of them off ball he did a phenomenal job doing that you could tell that the person that had the ball in their hands was like man that you you could you could feel his six nine length when they're off ball and he's guarding two guys at one time he was really impressive to watch um, he's extremely polished as like a help side defender, somebody that can flash to the rim when it's needed in defensive rotations um, and maybe guard a center near the rim and things of that nature. Like his, he's, he's, he's not going to be a world-class defender individually, man to man. He'll be a good to above average because he doesn't have like great lateral quickness like that, but he's really long, but he's a today. He could be a very good team defender in the NBA right now. Um, the way he's a w- anticipates the, where the team wants to attack with their actions, the way that he moves his body, the way he 
gets into passing lanes. He's he is one heck of a smart team defender, which puts that six nine length to real good use defensively. Um, you know what I mean? And on top of that, in this game, he didn't really show as much shot creation. He only got to see one like step back three off the off the swing swing to the corner. Um, other than that, everything was standstill three point shots. I still feel like he has a really pretty three point shot. Um, and you got to see him get drive to the rim every once in a while, but it wasn't anything high volume like it was in the U18 game. Um, but I definitely feel like he flashed some incredible understanding of cutting offensively. Like that man got like 10 to 12 points cutting off ball, being in the right place, knowing the when to be like a lob threaded at the rim, the dunker position, knowing how to like he he put on a really big time masterclass in that game cutting wise. It was impressive. It was really impressive. You know, I still feel like he's he is a guy that I believe is a high floor. Definitely somebody can get to the rim at that 6'9 length and has a good handle and he can shoot the three really well. And as well as he's showing defensively to use that 6'9 length as a team defender, I think he definitely is somebody that is still, in my opinion, a 12 to 14 pick. Um, you, I wish I would have saw more shot creation for himself, but you know, I'm I'll take the master class of intelligence any day. And he really put on a master class in, in his basketball IQ. It was really impressive to watch. And uh, Saloon to me is still, in my opinion, twelve to fourteen pick after watching two full games with him. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, so, I, from what I've seen, was that he was a he's a long, patient forward. Um, but yeah. the really downside that I've seen a lot of, you mentioned team defense, so I'm going to focus on defense as well. I seen that he was beat a lot. Like mm-hmm. he would be playing man, man, he would be like playing man, you know, kind of with the defender in front of him. And if you're just a little bit quicker, you're immediately going around him. He can't really keep up with those quicker guards. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it a lot of times. I've seen him get turned around and spent around and like almost slip and fall and like stuff like that. And I was like, I don't really know. I'm not really completely believing in his defensive capabilities yet because of just Mm -hmm. like i was seeing like he was getting beat a lot a lot Mm -hmm. too much too much for me to be like wow you know okay um with his defensive capabilities but i did see him knock down some standstill threes and that's a good sign especially Mm -hmm. at his his height you know length and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i seen him move well I, i look for things like that when i'm scouting i look for if you just stand if you float a lot of guys float around a perimeter. Some guys are very movement based, so they can go off ball and they'll get they'll pick their spots yeah. and they'll try to bring the defense and try to cut around so they can get good shots, make good shots, good shot selection. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of that from him as well. Yeah. Um, I also noticed that when he moves, he moves with purpose. Yes. And um, yeah. and he always keeps his. And the number one rule is when you cutting, you should always keep your your eye on the ball handler, and he does that very well. So he's always yeah. like he always knows where the ball is and how to put himself in between the ball, um, yeah. and the defender, so that he can always get the best possible shot. I've seen a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed that in transition, he runs very well in transition. Yeah, he oh, fills yeah. his lane correctly every time without yeah. fail, and that's a big thing because you know, like when you you know when you do. When you play basketball, right, even if you're, you know, you know you're supposed to fill your lanes. Like, you know, if you're a wing, mm-hmm. you're supposed to run to the wing, fill that wing up. If you're a guard, yeah. you're coming right down the middle, you know, and then you have the yeah. other wings on the other side, and you kind of, like, converge. Mm-hmm. He fills his lane correctly every time. I have not seen yeah. him miss it. Um, And that was something that I really liked about him, that I was like, yeah. okay, that's basic fundamentals. Like, you really, like, was like, okay, listen, I know how to fill my wing. And that's why he was had so many open shots, stand still, because he would, like, go and fill his – he would fill the space correctly. And then mm-hmm. they would just pass to him, and he would just knock it down. Yeah. Um, I he did crash the boards very well. I would say that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he is sometimes muscled by the bigger forwards. Like I seen him like oh, yeah. as soon as the ball goes up, he's already like going toward there. But like he's he's like not as muscular as some of the other guys mm-hmm. or like the bigger forwards. So like he kind of he easily gets boxed out a lot. So yeah. like, but I can see like the effort is there. So yeah. I like the, I like the fact that there is an effort to try to even you know to try to maneuver around the bigger guys, even though he he has some struggle with that. I like the effort because that tells me that once he does put on the muscle and able to move those guys around, he's already going to be yeah. um you know moving toward being a great rebounder because he already has mm-hmm. that 
he already he's already putting an effort in the effort now. So I yeah. know that he'll be more than willing to rebound at a high level when the, when he you know when the time is when the time comes for him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I have. Yeah, I mean the U eighteen game, he definitely flashed more scoring. Um, I'm hoping to see more of that where he's playing because you know it's a different level playing at, against 18 year olds and then going and playing and against 33 year old grown men that play oh, sure. the highest level French basketball. It's probably a top five to seven best league in the world. So it's definitely better than college basketball. Like, mm. no, could they would run college basketball teams off the gym because how grown grown they are and things of that nature, mm. how rebound them so much. So yeah, so it's, it's definitely at a good level. So, it's going to be definitely sees definitely somebody that we can watch it multiple times and it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, are you ready to kick it to the next guy? Yeah. All right. So the next game up is uh, the first college game we've ever talked about. So we got Isaiah Collier, uh, Arden Page, Kopi Johnson, Arthur Kaluma. So I'll go ahead and uh, start with Isaiah Collier, the main attraction from that game. And then uh, I'll kick it to you on a Collier, specifically speaking. So, you know, he's a 6'4 point guard, obviously, just like we mentioned beforehand. ESPN top number one recruit coming out of high school. He, his best ability, in my opinion, is his passing. This, this guy could pass the basketball. Okay, he has a great natural feel he he makes really good passes he can make one hand passes really easy he makes full court passes look really easy he's he's also very intelligent like there's a few times where there was like oh my goodness this is that this backdoor cut would be perfect right here and somebody was a little behind on the cut but i'm like man NBA point guards may not always see that angle, see that cut. Like he is, he's seeing a few plays ahead. Like Isaiah Collier's, his best ability is passing and in basketball intelligence as a point guard. There is nothing lacking there. Um, he's he's definitely pretty quick and fast. He's a f- better quickness and fast athlete than he is vertically. Um, he is definitely very strong, though. He's got really good muscle for the point guard position. Um, you know, he, he that strength and muscle does really allow him to finish at the rim extremely easily. That's the second best trait, in my opinion, is finishing at the rim. His strength and his body mass is just really good at the rim. He does a really good job. You know, he flashed a good pull-up mid-range shot, which is important for point guards to have because a lot of times, you know, centers are going to try to play the – when they're in the pick and roll, they're going to try to – play the center and the point guard at the same time so that mid-range shot is there if it's a really efficient so you know that's that's good to see there was some rare flashes of three-point shot creation but it's not enough for me to believe in oh when the ball is in his hands he's gonna be able to step back three or he's gonna like it's gonna be so quick when the ball is in his hands he's gonna you know it's not like that yet so i'm hoping to see him more but Right now, he just kind of looks like somebody that can come off the pick and roll and hit a jump shot and hit a three. Um, you know, he has a good frame to defend well on the ball, but he's just not that good yet. He gets caught behind players off the dribble really easily. Um, I feel like his angles, the way that he he doesn't really know how to angle people off and take things away from people, it's just it's his fundamentals on ball defensively are really poor. Um and off ball, he's also below average right now as well. Um, but all those things that can be developed with time, but you know, it, it is weaknesses. Um, so far, the comp is a little bit of Marcus Marsh, smart-ish, offensively, and the 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 thought process of strength finishing at the rim, right? Like he is definitely somebody that's strong enough to finish at the rim, uh, but he's not so overly gifted athletically like Marcus Smart is where he can always get to the rim whenever he wants. Um, You know what I mean? He's, but he's also so much more gifted passing than Marcus Smart is, uh, but he's not nearly the defender that Marcus Smart is. You know, his body still type still reminds me exactly of Drew Holiday. I feel like they're twins. Um, You know, he's a little different player than Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's got more game in the mid-range and three-point shot creation, things of that nature. Um, right now, I have him in an 8 through 12 range. Um, I, I view him as a guy that could give you 16, 17, and 10 assists at this moment in time. It's game one of the whole college basketball season. I'm sure he'll improve, but this is the way I view him right now. So, Chris, what do you think about Isaiah Collier? Oh, 
Um, I want to say that far as comp, I would say he's like a less athletic Westbrook with a better shot. Okay. Um, that's kind of where I get from him because like when I was watching Isaiah Collier, because we did do this before as far as him in high school and things like that, and now watching the game, I was seeing more and like it kind of just um, what is the word for it? It made things clear that okay mm-hmm. that I was on the right track when I was talking about him before. So basically, like he's he's really strong, you know what I mean? Like he can get to the mm. basket at will. He's just not as athletic, but he does have kind of a sneaky athleticism. I don't yeah. know if you quite caught this, but there was a point in time kind of early in the game where there was like this big block, but he was mm-hmm. jumping just as high as the other guy who got the block. Yeah. And he almost blocked the shot as well. Mm-hmm. So it was like he has a sneaky kind of bounce to him. So he can mm-hmm. he does have he's like he's more um he more has he has more of like a um He's more like I, I think that's a great um thing that you had said earlier when you said he's more fast or quick. It has more of a like a lateral quickness, like kind yeah. of ver- like you know, kind of run- rim running quickness to him mm-hmm. versus his vertical ability. But yeah. his, I'm saying that there's also a sneaky like bounce to him as well. So like he <laughs> is pretty fast. Like I, that's why I was like, that's why my comp is Westbrook because when you think Westbrook, you just think of blazing speed, hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just running up and down the court, all very involved, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that another comp for Westbrook, the reason why I choose Westbrook is because of his um iq because of his yeah. passing ability and the way he sees plays um because mm-hmm. i think i'd said this before is I, I, he sees the play unfold before it happens yeah. I, I like literally like he can like i think he mentioned it a lot of the stuff is going to be re- reiterated is that there was like backdoor cut and he was just yeah. the guy was just a little bit slow but yep. i'm like that yep. play right there he was he was on yeah. that he already seen it happening he was yes. like if you just come on keep cutting and, and the yep. point is ours we, you know we're gonna get this yeah. bucket is is crazy nice. when like when you watch somebody in high school and then you're like wow this is exactly what I thought they were gonna be in college and mm-hmm. they're being exactly that so yeah. I, that's one thing I do like but I will say his his best comp would be like he's half Westbrook okay and maybe like a little bit Bledsoe <laughs> like I think he's like hmm. half and half uh, Eric Bledsoe is not a bad comp yeah because I, no. I like he's a he's he's actually like he's a stocky guard you know what I mean yeah like, definitely. Just, he, he could push people around because he's like six yeah. five two ten or something like that, like something crazy yeah. like that. Like he's definitely putting the work in in the gym. So yeah. like he's not he's not something he's not like a pushover. Like you're not just gonna no. just move him around. He's gonna move you around. So definitely. that's why I see more Westbrook because you know Westbrook can play from the post, and I can see mm-hmm. Isaiah Collier if he wanted to, he could back down and play from the post as well. Yeah, um, smaller guards his, makes sense because on his smaller guards because yeah. he has like that stocky frame. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Ready? You ready to move on to the next guy in the USC roster? Let's go. All right, next man up on the USC roster for that game was Arden Page. He was a top 100 ESPN recruit coming out of high school. Um, he's six nine center. You know, this guy is one fluid athlete. I was watching him and I was like, "Well, this is not what I was expecting at all." <laughs> um, you know, he's he's pretty okay guarding the rim. He's not really developed super there yet. He's definitely got gifts. Like, dude's an athlete. Um, you know, he his his gifts though have to do with guarding the perimeter. He is freaky. Oh man, can he move? Those VRCs so smooth, so switchable. Dude's nasty. Um you know what I mean? He's he's definitely a raw player. Definitely not somebody offensively can do anything other than me be a lob threat. Probably could learn how to set some better screens. He's a little raw defensively, but the dude's a freak of nature in the way he moves. Um, six nine centers are a hard sell if they're not super ripped because you know guarding the rim is extremely important, and it's really hard to do that when you're six nine. It's a center position, so. I don't really think that his I don't I'm not saying first round because I'm his body type doesn't really scream starting center because even Claxton's taller than him. But I definitely feel like a late second round draft pick and somebody takes a shot on him, takes 
four years to develop, and then you get a solid backup center like an Onyeka Angaku. Now, Onyeka Angaku was really overdrafted. Okay, he was like a top five pick, but he's a really solid backup center for the Atlanta Hawks, and he's a six nine as well. He's a little stronger than Page, but Page could be strong enough to do what Onyeka Angaku does right now for the Atlanta Hawks because Onyeka Angaku was freaky like him guarding the perimeter. Um, so I definitely feel like he has potential to be a really solid backup center for a while to give teams like a different look from their center back position as the backup center. So I definitely feel like he has the potential and I feel like as, as, cause he's so freaky in the way he moves that I could see late second round draft pick team takes a chance on him, gets to develop him for four years and then probably has a good backup center for a few years after that. That's my take on Arden Page. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree with that because uh, he is such okay. a freak athlete, such a such a freak athlete. Yeah. So like you know he's great on the he's great with his perimeter defense, but mm-hmm. it's just it's it's just about as much as it is to him. I mean like you can catch <laughs> yeah. him on a lob threat, but I mean mm-hmm. like the biggest problem here is that he's not tall enough to be like a you know to be a center truly. Like mm-hmm. he's more power forwardish, but he doesn't have any he doesn't have any power any, forward any, skill. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have any power yeah. forward skill, like truly. Yeah. So it's like that's right. I mean, and that's not going to be the easiest thing to develop, uh-huh. you know. This close to the, you know, a lot no. of people are one and done. A lot of people don't stay four years in college, so it's like yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a hard, hard sell. But I do see what you're saying. Like somebody's gonna take a shot on them for sure. Um, yeah. probably in the second round somewhere, and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna come out with a nice backup small ball center. Yeah. That's what he's gonna be. He's gonna be a nice backup small ball center. You know, and maybe he'll just, you know, because he ha- he has natural raw athleticism. Yes. So he you can't teach. Not, so you can't teach that. <laughs> yeah. So no. like that's like, but you can perfect it by yeah. knowing how to, um, how to use it, you know, yeah. better in the game. Like he can he can learn how to better maneuver, you know, Definitely. with his athleticism because he could be flying around the court, you know what I mean, defensively yes. and just guarding one through five. Like that's yes. very possible. Yo, definitely. Um, so it's yeah. like if he can know how to, you know, better, you know, use his athleticism, then I mean, he can move up. Or as of right now, I agree with this. It's gonna be a late second round pick. Somebody's gonna take a shot in the dark and go, hmm, maybe, and then he's gonna turn out to be a solid backup center. Yeah, I could definitely see the Warriors, specifically speaking, being they a late second. Ball. Yeah, small ball center. He makes a lot of sense for that system. Yeah. Um. All right, you ready to kick us to the next guy from the UFC team? Next man up from the USC game was Kobe Johnson. He's 6'6". Um, you know, he's a two-guard, I would like to say, two, maybe three. Uh, I was He's a pretty decent athlete, not overly gifted. I was hoping for more from him defensively. I feel like he's wasting some length and gifts at the two-guard position defensively. Um, he's pretty okay getting to the rim, nothing overly impressive. His three-point shot leaves something to be wanted. I don't really think he's got to do that very consistently in the NBA. His shot creation um ability looks extremely raw the footwork looks extremely unrefined i have him great as an undrafted draft pick there's nothing much else to talk about so uh what do you think about kobe johnson i i agree i didn't i didn't see too much that just jumped out to me and said wow like he he, everything's pretty raw Mm -hmm. we're underdeveloped and you can't be underdeveloped or raw i mean you can be raw with like great athleticism and you can Mm -hmm. mold it but if you just yeah. raw it and you have like nothing really, and you know, nothing that nothing that you're like really a you know great at, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? like you're not a great shooter, you know, you're not great defensively. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard for you to be drafted because there's yeah. nothing that people can latch onto. Uh-huh. Like there's a guy, I think he was, um, he's overseas, and they was like, yeah, he's like the best shooter ever, and like you've seen it, like he was like knocking down shots consistently. Like the people, like a team could like look at that and grasp onto the fact that he shoots and goes, okay, yeah. he's draftable, right? But if no. you're not doing anything great, you know, what I mean? everything's okay. It's gonna be hard to draft you. So I can see either late, late, late second round or undrafted. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Yeah. All right, Arthur Kaluma was the only guy playing for Kansas State that we could really scout on that side because another guy was hurt who would, would have been a second-round pick projected-wise. Um, 6'6", 
Uh, I think he's a senior, so I think he's forced to come out this year. He's a pretty decent handle. His three-point shot has always looked questionable. I've I've scouted him before. His three-point shot has always been iffy. His shot creation, can he do it in college? Yes, but his footwork, his technique looks just so raw. Um, he just looks so awkward with the ball in his hands where he's put in the situations where he does have to shot create. He's a pretty okay defender. Um his strength is decent. I'm w- was hoping for him to be a little more stronger, because um, he's he's a he's in an odd spot where he's six six and he doesn't have the skill of a backup two guard in the NBA, but he's ha- gonna have to play the small forward, and you're gonna want like your backup small forward to be six seven six eight three and D guys. There's a gazillion of them in the NBA, and he doesn't really look like. A uh, good enough defender to be like, oh man, this six six guy's gonna lock up. He's gonna be able to make up for his lack of shooting, right? Um, it doesn't look like that to that extreme of a degree. Um, so I have him graded as you know uh, undrafted right now. I have him maybe best case scenario eleventh to twelfth guy on the bench. I think realistically, summer league team and then go playing in the Europe somewhere or the NBL. What do you think about Arthur Kaluma? Yeah, um, if he's a senior. I feel bad because, you know, I would like for him to play another year and uh-huh. do more. Um, uh-huh. I would, since, 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 since I feel, I'm not going to say you crapped on him, but I'm going to say, like, since you were kind of, like, really um, critical, I would say I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about some positives. Okay, the cool. the positive that I've seen was that he uses his body very well, right? Mm-hmm. We seen it in the first couple minutes of the game where, like, every five seconds it was a foul <laughs> and he mm-hmm. was going to the line. That's that's yeah. a good that's a good trait to have. He use he knows he knows that he knows with his frame, kind of a thicker guy that he can kind of maneuver within the lane, you know, and draw that foul easily. Yeah. He's one of those guys who will always push the tempo and kind of push toward getting to the basket because he can't do much mm-hmm. else, and will draw the foul every time. He's going to be one yeah. of those guys who's going to average like fifteen free throws a game, and that's pretty much going to mm-hmm. be fifteen points. That's all he's going to have. It's kind of like where he's looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, he just really, he's one of those guys, like I mentioned before with, um, um, was it, uh, not Arden Page, um, Kobe Johnson was like, he's not really great at one thing mm-hmm. that you can latch on to. So he, yeah. I can see him going undrafted to really, 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 really late again, once again, yeah. just like his teammate second round, because he just, I mean, like if you, I mean, if you can really latch onto maybe like if he can get a little bit better maybe handle wise and getting to the rim, then maybe yeah. you can latch onto that because he's showing flashes of being able to do that at a high level because he's he's pushing guys around and getting fouls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's something that's happening like consistently. Like that's one of his calling cards is that mm-hmm. okay, I'm bigger. I'm a little bit stronger than you. I can push you around, and I can get this foul every time. I'm going to the line. He's going to be one of those guys that's not flopping. He's mm-hmm. literally being fouled, and he's going to the line. He's going to he's yeah. going to be really irritating to those other teams because he's going to yeah. always he's going to get a lot of people in foul trouble very quickly. Yeah, when drafted. So I, I think that if you can clutch onto that, then that will be a good, you know, maybe a um. Maybe he can be like a late second round pick. Late, late, late second round pick. Yeah. 60th pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Yeah, let's go. All right. Next game up was a doozy. Jacoby Walter at Aiden Holloway. Uh, I lost my mind watching this game. Me and Chris are going to have so much fun talking about these guys. So the first man up on the list is Jacoby Walter. He's a 6'5", two-guard playing at Baylor right now. He's a top 10 ESPN uh, recruit coming out of high school. He's a freshman. Uh, I mean, this guy, wow. (laughs) He just shows some extremely high-level scoring basketball intelligence. He he attacks the top foot so well. He he really has moves to react to the defender. It doesn't matter if they try to push him left, push him right, play him really close, play really off of him, he will react accordingly and make the right basketball scoring decision. Um, there was a moment with there's three seconds left on shot clock where he has a dirty step back three in some in Aiden Holloway's eye. It was impressive. Oh <laughs> it was unreal. Um, you know what I mean? And he definitely showed his ability to get to the rim. That was definitely really nice. He's not like an overly gifted athlete. But he's definitely extremely intelligent at 
getting to the rim and getting to the free throw line and drawing fouls. This man can get to the free throw line at a professional level. This man knows how to bait people to jump in the air, play off their body, and I'll get two free throws. He's just very sneaky, highly intelligent guy. Um, you know, his shot making ability at the three point line is very impressive. His ability, he shocked me with a few things, though. I did not know he could come off off ball screens like that and be Duncan Robinsons of the world and Max Struces of the world and he can make those and it was really nice too. Like it was super technical. Like I froze I froze the screen when he's coming off the screen. I'm like, that is perfect where you're supposed to have your hip right on the screener's back so that the defender can't get anywhere in between you and the screener. So it makes it like impossible to stay close to him. I was like, wow, that was technical. That was like really nice. Like he's he's he he was heating up from three point line. Got a lot of open shots. You know, one time I saw him relocate into a better uh, uh spot for him to get past the ball to too as well, so he could be like an off ball shooter as well. Dude looked like he can shoot the poo out of the three point shot. Um, you know, I'm waiting to see more mid range shot creation. I'm assuming we'll see it later. We definitely saw it in high school highlights, so I'm assuming that we'll see it more with uh, as more time we watch him. But today was mostly getting to the rim, finishing at the rim. He also dropped 28. Let's he dropped 28 in the first game of his college career against Auburn. <laughs> That's yeah. an SEC team. I mean, it's just insanity. Um, you know, it's just. I I I definitely feel like he's showing so many flashes of Devin Booker because Devin Booker is a similar type of guy where he's six five, highly intelligent. He's not gonna blow your doors off athletically, but he's athletic enough. He's tall enough, and you know the off ball screens. Devin Booker is a technician coming off ball screens. Devin Booker is a technician at off ball shooting. Uh, Devin Booker is a tev pro. Devin Booker is a, you know, a top-notch shot creator and a top-notch foul drawer, right? You know what I mean. And I, I, I'm definitely seeing very Devin Booker comp right now, and he's 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 looking like his clone in my opinion. I have him great as a top three pick in the draft. Also, he's a pretty decent defender, not overly gifted, but he's definitely going to be above average to good at the next level. Um, I would like to state as well. Uh, but yeah, right now I have him great as a top three pick. And honestly, if we keep on seeing more tape, I could definitely be him saying number one pick level talent. Um, yeah. Jacoby Walter special. So Chris, I'm sure you're just excited as me to talk about him. So let's hear what you got to say. Oh my gosh. I am so happy that you said <laughs> that he is Devin Booker's clone. Because yeah. that's exactly what I thought. Remember how we were yeah. talking about Devin Booker? Like probably a few months ago, probably years ago. We whatever. comped him to him in high school. Yes. Yeah. We said that every shot, Devin Booker is the type of shot creator where yes. every shot he takes is a tough shot. Like, yes. there's no such thing as an easy shot for him. The way he no. contorts his body, the way that he's coming off the screen, the way that he, yes. you know, has the defender in front of him. It's just everything that he does yeah. is tough. And when you have a shot creator like that at that level, in his first game, he drops 28 points. That's great. You look at that yeah. and you go, wow, this is like, <laughs> this is a guy that I want on my team now. Yeah. Like, absolutely right now. He yes. can help. He could help so many teams right now. Yes. Right now. He's ready. He's NBA ready right now. It wasn't against Dartmouth. It wasn't against East Illinois State. It was against Auburn. <laughs> Game He's one. NBA ready right now. He is one of those guys that you will be yes. like, I need him on my team. He could have come like, straight out of high school. Like, right, he can't come yes. straight out of high school. He was looking great in high school like yeah. that. Like, I watched high school clips. You watch high school clips. Yep, like, he, he was looking like that yeah. in high school. Yes. Dude, and it's just. Cool. When you have somebody who has such a high level, high IQ scoring ability, fun to like watch. that, like you, it's always going to be fun to watch, and you yes. want somebody like that on your team. And I, yeah. I say he's a top three, and I'm gonna agree with you. He could yeah. be pushing number one if we see more games like this, which I'm sure that we will, because it's it's, it's, it's it's in his blood. We we yeah. we've seen it in high school, we've seen it now. Is he's going to continue to be yeah. great? Yeah. Great, 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 great at scoring, great at great IQ, great at oh my, it's just. He's gonna continue to be great. Yeah. He he's he he could be he's gonna be a number three pick, number yeah. three, number two, heck, even number one possibly. Yeah, it, he has that potential. And yes. I'm not just saying this. Jason's not just saying this. We've seen it. This is the eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is the eyes. This is the yeah. eyes. And it's crazy. And it was also crazy as we're going to talk about Aiden Holloway, who is another guy like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute. We'll go, we got to touch on the Baylor players real quick. But we'll eventually talk about the shocker of the whole scouting session. <laughs> all, all right. Next man up is uh, Baylor's Miro Little, 6'4. He was like a top 50 ESPN top prospect uh point guard um and i could be really quickly with this he looks way too raw for the nba right now i don't even think it's worth it spending any time on him he's undrafted grade at this moment of time yeah. way too raw so what do you think about Mira little exactly what she said jason i didn't see <laughs> okay. too much like that's why like a lot of the okay so let me look so i looked and like after i didn't see anything i was like eh I don't need to yeah. pay attention anymore. Look yeah. at Jacoby Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Kind of what I did yeah. after I didn't see anything, I was like, nope, I'm just not going to pay attention to you anymore. Yeah. All right. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Yep. All right. Next man up is Jalen Bridges, 6'9", uh, Ford from Baylor. Um Man, I mean, I've scouted this guy before. He was, like, projected to be a second-round pick last year, but he re-entered. Um, he's a 3-and-D guy. Always will be, always has been. He's looking like the same kind of guy this year. You know, he's he's still so elite on the perimeter, guarding the perimeter, guarding on ball. Um, he's such a good athlete. He's so good defensively. I definitely feel like defensively, though, he took a jump in one specific area, which is he was much more thin last year. And I think people don't really realize how much pushing really happens in the NBA. I mean, you, it's hard to see it from camera angles, but a lot of times when imagine Kobe Bryant getting mar- guarded by Meta World Peace, Meta World Peace is going to have an elbow and a forearm into his back through every move, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to body him up with their chest. They're going to body them up when they spin and all this type of stuff like it's a physical game out there okay and if you want to be a defender at the next level in the nba you need to have strength and he is strong enough to do that now now it's definitely he's definitely looking like somebody who could be a very elite defender because of his guarding to multiple guys because now he can guard a Kawhi Leonard because he can push with him, right? Um, so it's it's he can guard more positions now, the more physical players at the forward position at the NBA. So it's definitely helping his draft stock immensely. Um, he showed some flashes guarding the rim too, off rotations and off ball stuff. And I'm like, man, this guy is scary. Um, defensively, he put on a masterclass against Auburn. It was really impressive. Um, and he's 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 looking like his three point shots. To, uh, improving and is looking like his ability to drive to the rim is improving i also saw him do some intelligent screens where you know there's somebody everybody's ball watching and there's uh jacoby walter open a three-point line everybody sees it and he can see it he's going to set a screen on the guy that's guarding jacoby walters but is not looking at jacoby walter so then boom jacoby walter gets a wide open three Right, little things that he's doing, showing that he can be a role player, be intelligent screener at the next level. Um, so this guy is flashing three and D role player at a better level than he did last year. Right now, I have him graded as a twenty-two to twenty-six pick because um, he's very elite athletically as well. So this guy, you know, you know, th- this is this is a guy that really worked on himself in the weight room and in the film room because he's really good right now. So that's what I think about Jalen Bridges. What do you think about Jalen Bridges? I think that he will be a top tier role player. Top yeah. tier role player. He, he's yeah. he's he's gonna be a great three and D guy. See, I have no yeah. prior experience. I haven't seen him before, and all I see uh-huh. is the exact same things. I'm like, yep, I can see that he has the ability to knock down the shot. He does it at a great yeah. clip. I can see that he's guarding correctly. I mean, great at the perimeter. Like he, you know, like, and you know, defense just takes effort. <laughs> like, and yeah. he's just like a big like effort defensively guy. Yeah, like he, he can guard. Like guard great too so i can see yeah. him definitely being a becoming like a three and d in the league and he's he's gonna be a top tier role player for a great team and you know yeah. he's gonna be able to he's gonna be able to defend some of the great guys he's gonna be like a yeah. i'm comp is not clay thompson but he's gonna be on that level far as defensively is okay. what i would say yeah yeah he's special he's really special he's perfect defensive wing right now and that's yeah. what more people really should do in that are second round draft picks most of you guys should come back here, okay? Because yeah. you, you can develop like this guy. All right, you ready to, to, to talk about a guy that's probably not going to have to come back next year? Oh, <laughs> Aiden Holloway? Yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> so this guy, this guy, oh my goodness. 
oh my goodness, I literally blew up Chris's phone immediately <laughs> when watching a play. I I wrote down this game not thinking. I was like, oh, we're probably gonna watch Ada Holloway once, twice this year. He's, he's not gonna be in this draft board. He's too small, not athletic enough. What are we even talking about? Well, he pulls up from the from the volleyball line. I'm like, whoa, this is gonna be a little interesting. Um, uh, yeah. So Aiden Holloway, six one point guard from Auburn. He dropped to nineteen and six. Think about that. Say that aloud again. Aiden Holloway in his first game of the season, coming off of an injured ankle injury that people didn't he wasn't even sure if he was gonna play game one. Against Baylor, who won the national championship within the last four years of college basketball, dropped nineteen and six, and looked the way he did. Um, yeah. That's just insanity. Oh my goodness, deep three point shot creation. I mean, he is extremely elite. I've been doing this for this is gonna be my fourth draft. This is the best deep three point shot creator I have seen from that range this whole time frame. I was in love with Bones Highland, but Bones Highland wasn't isn't like this. This is ridiculous. He he did some stuff from Trey Young range. And I was like, whoa. I mean his ability to come up pick and rolls and being f- running almost at full speed and then pull up and be shooting a three and be leaning to his right a little bit and then make it like it's nothing. Um, hello, his ability to come up these pick and rolls and pull it from, you know, the volleyball line. Hello. I mean, dude was losing his mind. And I mean, this this guy's special. This guy's special. His shooting form is also a clone of Trey Young's. I mean, if you put them next to each other, you would be like, oh my gosh, Jason, that is a clone. <laughs> Are they related? Are they distant cousins? Like, what is going on here? They got similar shooting form. And it's important for that shooting form to generate the power that's needed for those long, deep three-point shots. Uh one thing that I really saw as well is, okay, maybe this guy's going to be a one-dimensional three-point shot creator because he probably doesn't know what to do when they really place on him. Within, like, the first half, the guy who's guarding Aiden Holloway is like, you know what, I'm going to deny this guy the ball and play him as close to his body as possible. You know what Aiden Holloway does within .3 seconds? Cuts to the rim. Gets two free throws. <laughs> you know what I mean? He already knows within two, less than a second, he made the decision of exactly how you beat people that try to play these extremely deep three-point shot creators, which is cutting to the basket because they're playing you in front of you. So you have all that room to cut to the basket. But some people are greedy and like, I'm going to be a three-point shot creator. I don't care if they guard me like this. I am Aiden Holloway, and I'm going to drop 50. I don't care. I'm going to do it by doing it with things like that. No, immediately makes the right decision, right? It's why you can't play in front of Steph. Steph's going to cut to the rim, and then he's going to have a layup, right? And now it's four on three with Steph, right? And that's the same thing with Aiden Holloway. Immediately, he made the right basketball choice. And... Pretty quickly in this game, in around the third quarter, Baylor was like, fuck this. We're doubling him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what I mean? And immediately, pass, pass, pass. And I'm like, whoa, he could tear people up his passing as well. Dude's a really good passer. I was really impressed. Like, one-handed passes. I mean, he made a left-handed... He's a right-handed basketball player. He made a left-handed pass to the guy in the corner on a line right in his shooting pocket. I was like, whoa, hello, where did this come from? He made full-court law passes? What are we watching? What is, is this a video game? When I start saying, is this a video game, is when things are getting crazy. And he's not just a three-point shooter. He's he's finishing at the rim on the 6'9 guy that we just talked about. Baylor's got athletes. They got seven footers. They got 6'11 guys. They don't have a center shorter than 6'11 on the team. They got big grown men that are 22, 23 that are big at the rim. And he, who's not a great athlete, finish on them. What? And he has a floater? What? He has a mid-range pull-up? What? (laughs) Oh my goodness. This guy's insane. And on top of that, I mean, on top of the great passing, on top of the three-point shot creation, he's a pretty good defender. I watched him guard Jacoby Walter a decent amount, and he did a pretty good job. He's six foot one. He shouldn't be guarding Jacoby Walter that way. He may not have overwhelming uh, athletic gifts. 
is he? I I definitely feel like body type wise, he's a clone of Fred Van Fleet. You know what I mean? He it might be a little bit faster, but body type and athletic gifts, Fred Van Fleet clone. But I also feel like he's a clone of Fred Van Fleet defensively. Because Fred Van Fleet's extremely intelligent defensively and, and understands everything that he could do to maximize his ability to defend. And I feel like it reminds me a lot of that. This dude's insane. Um, he's somewhere in between Trey Young and Fred Van Fleet because, you know, Fred Van Fleet's the base, but Fred Van Fleet doesn't shot crate from that far out. And that's where it's like, okay, there's a little Trey Young-ish. He's a better passer than Fred Van Fleet because Aiden Holloway's kind of passes a little bit like Trey Young as well, where it's like, okay, this guy's got it. He's not quite Trey Young yet because Trey Young averaged 27 and 10 in college. It's a little bit, a little bit below that. But when I have to start throwing out Trey Young, who's personally one of my favorite players of basketball, to comp you to somebody, uh, yeah, you're pretty good. <laughs> um, this guy is not being talked about enough at all. This is a top five pick, in my opinion, that can work his way into a top three pick of the draft. He, 25 and 10, if I had to put a stat line to you know project things to you, he's unreal. Holy shit, I did not see that coming. Wow, Aiden Holloway. All right, Chris, you get to, you get to, you get to you know live your life, man, because he's so great. Yeah. Okay. So this guy is ridiculous. Okay. So you know he comes on the court, right? And you just watching, just watching, do 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 do, watching normal basketball game. Then all of a sudden, four point play, and you look and you notice that this guy has not pu- has pulled up with the guy basically. Hugging him, yep. And falling over to the side, yep. Asked, it didn't hit the backboard. It didn't hit the back of the rim. Yep. It went. <laughs> yes. And at that point, you was like, "This man is real." <laughs> wow. Wow. Like he's one of those guys who are gonna for every. He's another one of those guys like Jacoby Walsh. Where every shot he takes will be a tough shot. And then not only that, well, that you have to guard him from the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. You got to start guarding him at the bus, yeah. at the showers, yeah. <laughs> at the school when they go on their way here. You got to start guarding him. Yes. Like, while he's sitting in the seat, you got to start guarding him because he's going to launch it. Yes. <laughs> from there. Wow. You got to start guarding him when he get out the bed in the morning. Like that RDC. <laughs> RDC World One, like their clip of Steph Curry, it was like they started yeah. guarding him when he got first got out the bed. He's like, "What are you doing?" Like playing defense. <laughs> like you gotta start guarding him when he get out the bed Gosh. in the morning, because that's how he's gonna. He's, you have to treat him like that, like the Steph Curry, the Trey Youngs of the world, because they they all the Dane Willers, because they all can pull from like the volleyball line and yeah. further, and it's effortless. And it's just like okay, so like if you play off of him, if you. Don't do your scouting homework and play off of him. Yes. He's going to pay for it because he's you're going to think, oh, he's not he's not going to pull from right here at the bu- Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to start guarding him closer. Then, 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 a good point you make. But then if you do, like, okay, we're going to start, like, pull it, like, guard him super close so he can't get the ball. I'm going to try to deny the ball. Yeah. You can't see anything. You're too, you're too short. You're too short. Oh, what he's going to do? The IQ kicks in. Yes. Oh, I can't shoot no more because you want to play so close. I can't get the ball. Let me let me think about it now. Yeah. Uh huh. When he thinks about it, his second weapon kicks in, and guess what happens? Now you're watching. Now you're watching the dust. <laughs> the dust. As I mean, he leaves like a dust shadow as he blows past you right now, and now he's at the rim and he's getting two free throws. Yes. Or he's getting a layup because yeah. you can't. You can't. Like he's already reacted to how you're gonna play. Yes. And then so on impressive. top of that. The mind is the second weapon. So then once you get to, okay, he's beating us shooting-wise. He's beating us with you know with his quickness getting to the, rep, to the basket, with it, moving yes. off the ball, moving off the ball. Then you go, oh, let's throw two bodies at him. We're all pretty tall. He's still 6'1". You can't see. You can't see. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> yes. I was like, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he starts carving up your defense with his basketball. Yes. Like, you're not even there. Like, he, like. Think about this for a second. You're absolutely right. People on Baylor are like six, seven, and up, six, six, maybe like tall team. Tall. Like these are tall. These yes. are a tall team. He's six one. He's passing the ball like there's no defense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like they're transparent, Goodness. translucent. Like he's looking through them. <laughs> yes. 
and he's already seen he's and he has that okay you know we talked about Isaiah Collier earlier in this he was like yeah. oh he sees the play before it develops oh yeah he saw that play already yes. developed. he knew where he was gonna go yes and he hit him on the mark now you have to worry about that <sighs> this guy is legit okay look <laughs> end it with this he's gonna be a top four pick I'm gonna call it now not cool five, top hey, four. Bro. I'm Top here four. For it. He's it's gonna it's gonna he's gonna be fighting with Jacoby for that three spot. Yeah, bro. Ron Holland better look like a boss because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't this know dude's unreal. Yeah. To be this intelligent already, not be one dimensional off of this is un- insane. How developed he is already, ridiculous. Yeah. And th- this the crazy thing is, I I put him on this board. He wasn't even like. In the top 90 of somebody's big board. Was it in the top 90? Because game one. I was like, I played in high school. Let's throw him on there. It's going to be like Miro Littles of the world. I'm going to be undrafted. Ta-da! Top five, right? You know, team people probably haven't watched him yet. So this may be a controversial opinion. But he is a top 10 look at worst. Um, You know, it's shooting percentage. They're going to have to look great as i'm guessing they will be but this guy is special dude's insane <sighs> oh my gosh yeah. you have anything else you want to say about the great aid and hallway that surprised both of us so much i will say that just remember that because of the fact that every shot he makes will be a tough shot every shot he takes will be a tough shot his shooting percentage may not look as great but understand mm-hmm. that you have to watch the shots that he's taking exactly because it makes a difference in the percentage like if you shoot exactly. wide open of course you're going to have a great you know great shooting percentage you know yeah. what I mean? like you're shooting standstill you know you may shot create create some space but if every time that the defender has to is basically hugging your body. It's going to be hard to knock yeah. down those shots every time. So everything's going to look very, going to look very skewed. And then you should ignore that. Yeah. I mean, not ignore the skew, but it, look at the skew and look at the player because his shooting percentage. He might shoot like I would say at best 35 percent, but don't really like. Yeah. Don't paint that as the whole player. You know what I mean? You're right. You look at the shot at his shot selection as well. I agree with you. That's a good point. Good point. All right, you ready to uh, kick it to the, ne- the last guy that we broke down? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, the last European, Zachary Rocher. Watched him play in the Euro Cup, 6'8". Um, he's a French guy as well. He plays on JL Borg. In case you guys want to watch a game and know what team he plays on. Uh, yeah, 6'8". He still has a beautiful three-point shot. Still really, really great. It's the best thing that he has. He, um, he understands how to move off-ball when the, somebody else has the ball in his hands to get to like open passing lanes for the guy that has the ball in his hands. Uh, he's an average NBA defender, but he definitely showed weaknesses at guarding quicker to fast players. Um, he, he got beat off ball with the ball uh, beating up, beat off the dribble a lot and it looked really easy. So, you know, yeah. defensively against NBA talent and quickness and speed, it's going to be a question mark. Um, he's, he's definitely going to be probably the weakest defender on the floor. If he's starting and on the bench, he's going to be like top three. I was really disappointed with one specific thing, which was him's ability to come off ball screens. Like why in the world are you six, eight and have that kind of jump shot and don't understand how to come off ball screens. Like a high school basketball player knows how to, what I mean by this is somebody comes off an off ball screen. They're supposed to, Online their feet with the rim off the when the ball's in the air headed to them. So when they catch it, right, they're right, their feet are aligned to the rim, they're ready to shoot immediately. If you watch Clay Thompson, Duncan Robinson, Max Struces of the world, you'll see this, right? They look great. They as soon as the ball is in their hands off the catch, all everything's aligned with the rim. And he, he dear goodness, his feet are pointing at like the the stands, like people in the stands. His feet are in terrible positions. His footwork is terrible. He is so bad off ball screens. I was like, what the heck am I watching? You should it should be on catch and it should be up within like a half second. It shouldn't be you catch the ball, you're wide open, and then your feet are so jumbled that by the time you align your feet with the ball, it's been a second 
second. And now that guy that was coming off ball is now guarding you, and then you have to go run another pick and roll because you couldn't set your feet in time. It, mm. it This guy has a beautiful jump shot. He's 6'8", and I'm going to be very blatant here. He's playing in Europe where the whole thing is they're more skilled, right? What the heck am I talking about? You could go pull up to your local high school and see some two-guard on the floor that can do this at a better clip than this NBA draft draft pick? That's insanity to me. I mean, it was a, a, a just so poor. It was amazing. So he can't do that in the NBA. He, he's so below... He's so far behind on his technique and his feet footwork and his understanding of that. That's never going to happen in the NBA. You will never see him do that well in the NBA ever. So, you know, the tough thing is that he can't drive to the rim. He can't shot great. So what is he? He's just a standstill three-point shooter. That's a really weak on-ball defender. So, you know, I've seen some people move. And the sad thing about it, I saw him go up to the lottery and some people's big boards like, man, he's looking so good in the EuroLeague. Uh, yeah, we need to be writing your article because you suck. Um, this guy is not a lottery pick. This guy is a 24 to 28 pick in the draft because I really feel like his standstill three-point shot is going to still be there. And he's going to be a bench shooter for a while that, dear goodness, he's just so, he makes me so upset at not doing the fundamentals well. So, Chris, now that I'm done ranting, go ahead and talk about Zachary Rocher. <clears throat> Zachary Rocher. Okay, yeah, so does play for JL Board. Um, I've seen him, you know, I I will say that I did love his shot, right? Like, he has a beautiful three-point mm. shot. Um, I didn't love that he floats around the perimeter a lot there's not a lot of off ball he floats a lot mm-hmm. like he'll move from one side and kind of float around kind of like i saw one play in particular where i was looking and he floated toward the I means toward some toward the ball handler and brought his man over and i was like that's not smart you shouldn't have done that you should have mm-hmm. floated the other way or maybe mm-hmm. cut to the basket but you're floating and not a lot of off ball as much mm-hmm. as i would like to see um or we'll say that when he did have the ball and it was, you know, and even if like it was like a it was a it was one shot in particular where like he caught the ball and he shot it. And I was like, OK, so that, that's not too bad. So he's always ready to catch the ball, catch and shoot um, his mechanics for that. It sucks, but he does have a quick trigger. So like he'll shoot it and like it, it looks pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. I would say on defense, um, his long arms um, he has pretty quick hands on defense. I saw a couple of times where it was mm-hmm. like he was like making some making some moves defensively where I was like, okay, he could be, you know, I'm like I said, it's confident three and D wing. That's kind of what I was seeing like flashes of a little bit. Um, and I can say that, that if he can work on that a little bit more, that mm-hmm. might make him a little bit more of a matchup nightmare because he is pretty long. Yeah. Um and I did see him actually put the ball on the floor and attack the closeout. It was one time in particular where, like, he, he got the ball in the mm-hmm. on the wing and he was, like, getting ready to shoot. And the guy pulled up and he went around him. Like, it looked very sloppy, but there's potential there. Yeah, it looked okay. like, no, honestly, it looked very sloppy. I think yep. he got turned around and was, like, had his back to the basket. And I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked very sloppy, but it, yeah. Yeah, it has potential. Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying like undrafted, but mm-hmm. I can see him at the end of somebody's bench. I mean, yeah. with the shooting ability, like th- that can be fixed. You know what I mean? Mechanics can sometimes be fixed. So it's just a tweak. You know what I mean? Like getting the right shooting coach and somebody to be like, hey, listen, that's not the way you do that. Because yeah. clearly nobody's telling them that. That can be tweaked. And I think that once that happens, then he, you can look more like a Duncan Robinson, you know, s- some of those guys who are like great role players kind of would. Doc Robinson isn't a three and D guy, but he's a great shooter. Um, yeah, he can be looking like that a little bit. Um, but I can see this guy, you know, a, a three and D guy at the end of somebody's bench, possibly if he doesn't fix his mechanics. If he fixes his mechanics, I can see him a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, right now I would say one and shorter Ryan Anderson. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> 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 Ryan Anderson can't defend. I, I, man, quick, quick people. I feel like he has issues. So yeah, yeah. Richer, yeah. Whoa, yeah, alrighty. Right. <laughs> you ready to? Great shot, but he doesn't want to use it. Yeah, facts. It's so disappointing that he just can't come off ball like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. You ready to kick it to the uh, end of the podcast? 
Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's been really fun. We've had definitely had a really great week this week. Next week, I can give you guys a nice little intro of what's going to be washed next week. Next week, we got Duke versus Michigan State. I mean, Duke's got like five guys. Michigan State's got like three guys we're going to watch. We got Kansas versus Kentucky. Kansas has got like three guys. Kentucky has like six guys. <laughs> Kentucky's loaded. And we're also going to watch Marquette versus Illinois. Marquette's got two guys. And uh, Illinois's got two guys as well. And a guy named Terrence Sharon that I was really high on last year. I'm really excited to watch him play as well. So that's what we're going to be watching next week. Definitely going to see the Juan Wagners of the world. You're going to see the Jared McCain's, Tyrese Proctor's, uh, Kyle Filiplowski, Mark Mitchell's. It's going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to be a really big week. So is there anything you have to say? It's going to be fun. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. All right. Now I'm Jason. I'm Chris. And we are the Pick and Roll Pat Podcast. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>